All right, everyone, welcome to my podcast. I'm here with my friend Nick, and uh, he's been my longtime friend since we were an undergrad. We did philosophy together. He got me into rock climbing, and he's just overall been there through some really hard times, and I think he's someone that's very inspiring. So with that said, here is Nick. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, <laughs> that's a heck of an introduction. This is my first time being interviewed like this, so I'm not really sure what to say, I guess. Just gonna kind of wing it and go from the heart. The best. Yeah, just yeah. see what comes up with the conversation. But uh, yeah, thank you for having me. Okay. It's been fun setting up for this. Yeah. It's been fun, yeah. We moved the plants so yeah. that we have some more green for you guys. We wanna give you guys some nature shots. Yeah. <laughs> as visually appealing as appealing possible. As possible. Yeah. Okay, so Nick, so I did touch on the topic of you doing rock climbing, bouldering, and all that. So tell us, how did you get into that? Yeah, uh, I got into it um, kind of by accident, almost. Uh, we grew up here in Las Cruces, New Mexico, which if anyone doesn't know, has the Oregon Mountains like just right there. It's a 15-minute drive for most people, and also for most people around here, it's just kind of scenic background. Um, not a lot of people hike, especially back when I was a kid, it was just kind of more like a pretty photo, uh, something you would paint. But my junior year of high school, I made a friend who was just getting out there all the time, uh, wild, rambunctious, kind of did a lot to pull me out of my shell. And that was when I started to just get up on the rocks and get out there in the mountains. I set a goal for myself to go get on the tallest peak that's up there in the mountains and finally did that. Mm -hmm. And now here I am, I've been up there like a dozen times since then and it feels like something that I'm comfortable guiding people with. Um, okay, mm -hmm. so I actually ended up going out into nature and bouldering because he got me started. And this was in the midst of COVID during the pandemic when we were all locked in. And I remember reaching out to Nick and just telling him like, I need some outdoor time, like I need to go outside and connect with nature. Like I'm just really, feeling like really claustrophobic in that time where I was just not getting out of the house. And so I reached out to him and he said, we'll get with uh, one of our uh, common friends, what would you say, mutual friends, yeah. um, Ileana. And so she was the one that actually got me started on the rocks. Um, but what lessons would you say nature and the rocks have actually taught you? Mm, a lot. Um, and yeah, it's you know a funny story the way that we all kind of connected and got together and to form this little like rock climbing group. Yeah. Because um, yeah, Ileana had been my friend since like high school and we kind of got into it together with the same group of friends there. And uh, I had moved out to Dallas and we were connecting more virtually at the time. and. Mm -hmm knew that the two of you would hit it off like so well and one of my favorite things in life is just when my friends become friends with my other friends from, yeah. a, from a different friend group it's yeah. like oh, that networking i i love it yeah um so yeah i was excited to get you guys together but i mean that's kind of another one of the foundational things that rock climbing teaches is community and mm -hmm. like camaraderie and it's i mean the type of thing that you really shouldn't be doing by yourself, especially at the beginning, because... Yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, inherently dangerous. dangerous. And, I mean, the key component when you're climbing with the rope is that there's a climber and there's the belayer. You know, you have two people, it's... Yeah, it's a lot of trust. Yeah, it's a lot If of you have trust issues, maybe this is good therapy for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. No, it is. It's helped me build so much trust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it is a great way to exercise because that's what it is too. It's a way to safely exercise yeah. building trust. It's a way to safely exercise mm -hmm. keeping your head cool and 
high pressure situations. Oh yeah, it's all a way to safely exercise like out there. your body. You know, it's so much more of a mental exercise before it's anything physical. Yeah, that's another thing rock climbing brings to me and others is there's the community aspect. There's the mental and physical benefits that you get from challenging yourself, from realizing that you're a lot stronger and more capable and more courageous than you might think. Cry. And that's probably like yeah the third like most important lesson that it teaches is like it allows people to safely practice and develop being courageous because mm -hmm. I think you know there's an idea that like people either are or aren't like brave or courageous but I think it's really something that just takes practice like almost everything else in life just the more you do it the more comfortable you feel doing it and the quicker you are to fall into that and the more this like practice is consciously performed, the more it becomes a habit. And then as it becomes a habit, now you don't have to think about it as consciously. And that's where we see people who seem to like, just courageously walk through life. It's mm -hmm. because I think, well, they've practiced it so much that they're at the point where it's a habit that they don't have to think about. Yeah, I think you're what you're talking on for me, it makes sense, like they're comfortable in being uncomfortable. Yeah. Like they're just like, okay, like I gotta figure this out. And they're so comfortable in like figuring it out that they're not phased by it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because like something I realized just recently was, it's like I'm working at a gym in El Paso where we do bouldering, we do top roping, we have mm -hmm. auto blaze, like we're a full service rock climbing facility, which mm -hmm. is something El Paso has needed forever. I, I agree. And as yeah. I'm doing lessons with kids, with adults, with like everybody, I mean trust is the first thing that people like learn the first thing that they kind of have to get comfortable with is trusting their harness and the rope. Mm -hmm. So I mean the first thing I'll do is have people just take a small fall, like just get on the wall uh -huh. and then just learn to trust your equipment. Oh my gosh. Like with, you're right here yeah. and you're right here, like yeah. no distance. Yeah. Because I think a common misconception is people are like, I got to get all the way up there and then I got to trust everything. Uh -huh. It's like, well no, like you can start small, like start at the bottom and then trust it and then that's how we gradually improve, and that's how rock climbing is, in my opinion, a sport for everybody. Because yeah. It doesn't matter where your start is, mm -hmm. as long as you're just pushing for improvement from wherever you start. Yeah. That's that's the way that you succeed in rock climbing. Yeah, I think that's a really good metaphor for metaphor for life because I think you have to take small steps into trusting yourself. And so for me, I was like, okay, I can trust myself to show up and just go on that hike. And maybe I'm not going to attempt to boulder that day, but I'm going to go out there and see what it looks like. And then next time maybe I'll go on the rock. And then make, next time I'll go like maybe two steps into the rock. And the next time it became like farther and farther. And I remember there was this, it was a Smith boulder. And I could not get over that boulder. And eventually after three times of going out there, I eventually did. But it was trial and error. And it was the same thing for life. It's like, it's okay, maybe not this time, but next time. And then it just became about trusting myself and then trusting myself to keep showing up. And then that just translated over into my life. And it's like, okay, maybe not this time, but maybe next time. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that has a lot to do with the fact that, like one thing I like to talk about is that experience is never lost, really. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the first time you do anything new, the first time is all about like just taking in everything, just keeping your eyes open and soaking it in like a sponge. I mean, mm -hmm. the first time a person goes out there to the rocks, it's their first time and their head is full of all the preconceived notions yeah. and they're just they're just there they're just excited to be there and that's yeah. how it should be you know we're yeah. not we're not focusing too much on trying to achieve a specific goal we're just focusing on getting out there yeah and then okay now it's our second time out there like 
you know what the parking lot looks like, mm -hmm. you know what it feels like to hike with stuff on your back. Yeah. So now the focus is moving a little bit more to like the goals that we had ahead of us. The yeah. specific like rocks that we're going to climb, the grades, and that's yeah. going to get a little bit more specific with the challenges. Yeah. And like to your point, it's the same way with life because, you know, like I just got into this new job. That's another good example because my first month I was just like wide-eyed, like trying to take everything in and just learning as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm further into it, now I'm more like, okay, I know what it feels like to be in that position. Mm -hmm. And that's not the experience that I'm focusing on as much. The experience that I'm focusing on now is more the specific goals, the, mm -hmm. like the processes and programs that I want to implement. Mm -hmm. So it's like no matter what your arena in life is, I think it's important to remember that even if it feels like you're backtracking or not, you know, hitting the goals that you wanted to hit, like early mm -hmm. in the game especially, mm -hmm. like the experiences that you're gaining just by being there matter. Yeah. And even if you can't feel it, like it's gonna add up the more you do it. Yeah. Um, okay, so how has the great outdoors or bouldering or rope climbing how has that helped you throughout your life, like during hard times or good times? Because I feel like I've been in both where I was going through a hard time, like I was out there in the rocks, and then I was going through a really good time when I was out there with friends and I was out there in the rocks. But how has that helped you? Yeah, um, I mean, it's hard to encapsulate really because at this point now I've spent a lot of time outdoors, both like mm -hmm. with other people and by myself. Mm -hmm. And I think it kind of ties into, you know, kind of what your goals are. I think that's another thing that I like to talk about is like, well, okay, what's the goal here? I mean, if I'm trying to have a good time, if I want to go out with friends and, you know, we're all going to party, we're all just going to, you know, it's someone's birthday, we're going to just bring a piñata and like have fun, then, you know, then that's kind of, that's the focus, that's the goal. Like, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just making sure I'm bringing my speaker, I'm making sure I'm bringing yeah. my, my costumes. Okay, like, yeah. You know, I kind of like to have lists and things so that mm -hmm. I can try to... Meet that occasion? You know, just make the occasion as good as it can be. Yeah. And then on the other hand, if I'm in a place where, like, I know I have a lot of heavy stuff to work on, and I'm feeling a little bit, like, prickly around other people, yeah. then that's my, like, check engine light, and that's, like, for me, okay, I need to go get out there by myself, find some space, mm -hmm. do some work with, you know, other people, working on some, like, hard internal things. Mm -hmm. But... I mean, for me, the outdoors is like an arena to really just find what's inside of yourself because if you're there by yourself, there's, I mean, it's just you in the big open world and like you hear your thoughts louder than anywhere else. Yeah, I feel like it's, for me, it's the other way around or I feel a lot better when I leave because I feel like for me, it's about disconnecting. All the time I do service out there. And a lot of the time I am recording and taking pictures and it is really nice because I am disconnected and I am in nature and I kind of get to explore the colors of the leaves and the water and the smell and the texture and the laughter and for me it's about disconnecting but also connecting because I feel more connected with the people that I'm there with but I also feel like I get to take a break from email and notifications and social media and people calling me or like where are you at what are you doing and it's like nobody really knows where i'm at until i'm done and like to me that's what makes it so worth it it's just like it feels like a piece of like just peace like a deep inhale and exhale all in one and then i leave and i feel so much better yeah well it's also like 
that specifically, I think, is like you are validating yourself. Like, yeah. You're giving yourself permission to do the things that you want to do because that's good enough. Yeah. And I mean, that's been a big thing for me when I take like big solo trips. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to like prove to myself that I can survive out there by myself. Mm -hmm. And I also want to, you know, give myself permission to do things like that that really just fulfill me and I grow from. And I think a lot of us fall into patterns of you know, comfort, comfort, and kind of taking whatever the easiest route is, and it's just important to remember that you need to like challenge yourself every now and then because that's, yeah. that's where the growth happens. That is where the growth and, happens. And like the outdoors specifically is also where I develop a lot of trust in myself. Mm -hmm. That's where I learned that I can handle myself out there. I can handle emergency situations. Mm -hmm. Like if something you know goes good, it's because you know. I did my best. If something <laughs> goes bad, it's because, well, I should have been better prepared. Yeah. And, and I learned from it. I actually never thought about that just because I have so much trust in you and like who is out there. So I'm like, oh, I'm good. But I've actually not felt that way where I'm like, I actually don't know what I would do. I just rely on you guys. So I think that's something I need to work on. But I also feel really good because I can trust you guys. And that's where that trust comes in where it's like, I may not know what to do yet, but I trust you guys enough to be out there. Yeah. Because otherwise I wouldn't. I'd be like, no, uh-huh. My phone doesn't work out here. Who am I going to call? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. And again, that trust is key. Like, whether trust you're, like, yeah. climbing on the rope, like, getting way up there, or whether you're just pitching a tent and, like, hanging out in the campsite. Like, yeah, if there's if there's not that trust that, like, the group doesn't know what they're doing or you don't know what you're doing, it's going to be a really scary experience. Yeah. <laughs> So any closing thoughts from this session just about rock climbing, why everyone should do it? I feel like that's a really good one. Why should everybody rock climb? Like what is out there that you're like, everybody should experience this? Or everybody should experience this feeling? Like what is something that you have had or experienced that you're like, everyone should have this? Everybody should rock climb because nearly anybody can rock climb. Like, the first rebuttal I hear from people is, oh, I'm not strong enough, or I'm not brave enough. Mm -hmm. So, to the first point, you you are strong enough. I mean, okay. there, we have adaptive climbing. Okay. There's a whole Paralympic sport. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, people, That's cool. People with prosthetics, people who are wheelchair-bound, blind, wow. different, um, you know, neurophysiological disabled people. Okay. If you're on a rope especially, there's ways that anybody can climb. I mean, there's videos out there of people who are missing their lower half of their body uh -huh. who are literally using their arms to climb indoors and outdoors. Whoa. Or vice okay. versa, there's always a way to rig it to where you can ascend. Uh -huh. There's always a way to get your body up. Like, that's kind of the first thing I want to break out of people's minds. It's like, okay. it's not always... Sylvester Stallone in Cliffhanger, like yeah, okay. dramatic, That's good. Like, yeah, that, that, that there's movie. almost always a way to get your body to move up. Um, and then the second point, I'm not brave enough. That's that's really now we're moving in the right direction because the main thing that rock climbing benefits people is, like I said before, that practice and being courageous, that practice and accepting challenges, that practice and accepting where you are mm -hmm. and where you can go. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not about being the strongest climber in the room. It's just about doing better than you did last time. And I think rock climbing just is such a great arena for anybody to come from wherever they're at and start to improve. Wow, that was beautiful. Wow, well, thank you so much for that interview.